Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of the Comic and the Farmer podcast, where we review podcasts where we try a new strain of weed every episode and we tell you a little bit about how we feel about it. I'm the comic, Anthony Wally. And I'm the farmer, Rahima Marson. And today, the first for our first episode, the weed we're going to be reviewing is called Bruiseberry. Yes sir, it's uh, been curing for about a month now. Uh, grown by myself, you know, the farmer. Yeah, most of the weed, if not all of the weed that we smoke on the show, will probably be grown by our resident farmer, Raheem. I'm just here to maybe make jokes, but simply just to be a soundboard for us to bounce some thoughts about this weed on. Oh. Um, so, first we're gonna smoke the weed as a joint and see how we feel about it. Yeah. Uh, let me, I'm grinding it up right now. If you want to smell this? Ooh, it's like it's almost like minty. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it's got like a minty smell to it, which is really nice. It's like it's like a piece of evergreen gum, like evergreen yeah. mint gum. It's almost like like for me, I I kind of describe it as like a tangy forest. Tangy smell. forest. I like it. So like it's like a forest of orange trees. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, I can smell that. Right. Yeah. It looks pretty nice, too. It's got, like, a nice light green color to it. Yeah. Uh, it's not breaking up that well, to be honest, though. Like, maybe I could have dried it better. It's all right. A little moisture never hurt anyone. Well, I say that, but I, earlier today, I had my first smoke of non-cured weed, and I'm going to just tell you people, if you're going to grow your own weed, cure it, because it was not a fun time. It, if, we, if we rated the smoothest of that smoke... It's like maybe a one or a two. It's really, really harsh. Yeah. This has been curing for about a month, I think. A oh. month, or, month and a half, maybe. Nice. So it's going to be nice and smooth. Nice and smooth down our gullets. Yeah. So, a little more getting to know you stuff about like who we are and why we're here doing this. Me and Raheem have known each other since high school. What would you say? Like... Probably even freshman year we knew of each other. I think yeah. we, like, really became friends junior year. So it's been, like, eight years? Yeah, eight years of yeah, friendship now? Nuts. Yeah, bro. bro. It's always crazy when we go back and think about that, because it doesn't feel like it's been that long. It just feels like it's been, like, three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I have recently graduated from college, um, so I'm back home. I've taken some time off to grow weed. <laughs> so we're both back home. And we decided that we would put the growing weed to some good use, review it for the masses. First, we start off by figuring out what strain we think it is. Either we know ahead of time, like with Bruiseberry, or we make our best guess based on Leafly and like looking on, looking at different pictures of weed and trying to match them morphological-wise. Yeah, I mean, I'm ordering some seeds, so it'll be different. Yeah, and like, hit, hit us back in three months and we'll know exactly what we're smoking. Mm -hmm. But yeah, what was the growing process like, Raheem? Honestly, it was pretty chill. Like, I thought, uh, like, reading up on everything, a lot of people, like, run into, like, problems with their pH and their nutrients and, like, over-nutriating. But for me, I just looked up my nutrient line. I used a Fox Farm Trio. And then everyone online just said to use, like, a third of what the guide says. So I just use a third of what the guide says, watered. I actually use my city water. Um, I tested it. It's pretty low in hardness and, like, 
um, dissolve solids, so it's cool. Most people have to use a reverse osmosis filter. So. Oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah, you don't need to do that in Worcester. Oh, sweet. Shout out to the 508 for having clean water. Yes, sir. Massachusetts. So, I pretty much just mix my nutrients and feed the plants. Nice. This is, um, I think, what, your third batch of weed plants that you've grown? Yeah. This yeah. is the third. Yeah, so we... I've, we, us being friends for so long, I've kind of seen Raheem go through most of the stages of this growing, of this growing, and each time I'm more and more impressed, because the, one, number of plants always ramps up, and then two, like, I feel like he's online doing hacker man research about how to grow these plants, because I look at the things he's doing, and I'm like, how'd you figure that out? And he's just like, oh, the people before me knew about it. Yeah, I mean, that's what the internet's for, right? Yeah. It's the grand connector. Yeah, it's like uh, the human collective intelligence. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Just it's interesting, dude. Yeah, it is pretty interesting. And uh, I, I didn't even think about that when you said like my number keeps ramping up. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah, I think you tried to grow one as an experiment. Yeah. Then the next time it was four. Was it? F- no, no, no. Oh. Is it one? Because it was me, Eric, me and Eric. Yeah. With the one, and then I had. Two before, because my friend gave them to me, and then I grew eight. Yeah. yeah. So one to two to eight. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, now I'm growing. Now I'm trying to grow four. But I think one of my plants just like I think something ate one of them as like a seedling or something. But I might start another one or two. Possibly one of your cat, one of your dogs. Maybe. A little nibble of a plant. Chihuahua. Alright, uh, finish rolling the joint, so... It's time for our Smoke. first segment. So, in this first segment, we smoke the weed in a joint or blunt form, depending on what we have. Rahim has just ordered a lot of paper, so we'll mostly be joints. Yeah. Um, and then we just talk a little bit about, like, what does the smoke feel like? What is it? What What is the experience of sharing a J of this weed like? And if you really want to, if you want to know everything, this is a raw paper with a raw filter tip. Yeah, and no, no, um, no tobacco, just straight weed. Oh, yeah. And yeah, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Then as it gets closer to its roach form, we'll talk a little bit about, like, what's it like to smoke as a roach? As uh, some of our more veteran smokers might know, sometimes it's nice. Sometimes it's not that. Like, so I've noticed, like, sometimes, uh, the smaller the joint gets, the, like, worse it starts tasting and some weed is like more than others you know yeah so for this section we like to give the weed it's lighter dud roach rating which is basically just a rating from one through five on how enjoyable of an experience it was to smoke overall but mostly what was it like when it got down to being a roach you know on a joint it's not the first hit that's my favorite it's like <coughs> the third. <coughs> really? Yeah. I always feel like the first one is like a nice opener. It's like a nice introduction to the joint. It is, but like, I like the third one because at that point you're like settled into smoking. Yeah. And you're just like, mm, you know? I can just appreciate <coughs> some flavors. Yeah. One of my favorite, one, one of the like reasons, one of the ways I know it's going to be like a pretty pleasurable joint experience is when I take a hit and my tongue starts to feel a little tingly. 
That's when I know I'm like, this is about to be some fire. Oh, really? Yeah. For me, I get this, like, weird tingling sensation in, like, my brow. It's weird. Like, I feel like Neanderthal. <laughs> Ridge. Your third eye is opening to tell you that you're about to smoke some gas. <laughs> but, yeah. So far. I don't know. I feel like I get the smell, too. Yeah, like no, the, you can definitely still get the, smell? the, 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 the like, <coughs> what was it, uh, tangy forest, yeah. tangy forest smell? tangy forest smell. Can, you can definitely still get that, especially just, like, the smoke that's, like, filling the room. It's a pretty, uh, interesting flavor profile. Yeah. Smell profile. I feel like it's mostly like, smell, though. Like, yeah. I don't, I kind of taste it, but I feel like more, more, most of, like, the experience of it is from the smell yeah it's it, it, it smells it smells like to me right now it smells kind of like orange like an orange air freshener for your car like if you were to try to capture that smell and like a taste that's probably what it would taste like but like, it's less like, chemical and weed yeah like, <laughs> we were, no you 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 brought this up like a couple day, a couple weeks ago when we were talking about it like weed there's a baseline weed taste that like the people who don't smoke a lot wouldn't really understand for, like, us trying to describe the taste and smell of stuff. Yeah, like, if you're not, like, an experienced smoker, where you can just, like, oh, like, it kind of ignore it, like, I've noticed, like, newer smokers or something, they just, like, it's just weed, like, it just tastes like weed, but the more, like, experience you get, the better you can tell. Yeah, and if you're really, like, good at telling like Raheem is you tell a lot or you can be like me and just ignore your sense of taste and be like weed is weed anyway which is very much how I operate it might taste like trash but it's gonna get me stoned and it's cheap see the thing is not everything will get you stoned dude you're right you're right yeah you got that <coughs> you got that I've definitely had weed whereas it's like I'm smoking it nothing anything see even worse than that I've, I've had weed where i'm smoking it and then i'm just like damn i got a headache now <laughs> you bought absolute ass yeah. bro what? I, I bought trash <laughs> i'm just like damn i got a headache now it's like you, you ever smoke like your roaches yeah <laughs> oh no yeah bro look that's the difference between the farmer you've got like a never-ending weed source we're boys, but that doesn't mean I feel good about being like, just give me weed, please. <coughs> yeah. So, you strike out on your own, you try to find reputable drug dealers, and sometimes they deal, they deal you ass weed. <laughs> Life goes on. <coughs> yeah. Oh, it's pretty liberating having... A good amount of weed, you know? Yeah. It's just like, fuck it. <laughs> I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just try shit. Why not? Yeah. Like recently, like I was like running low on weed, but then I was just like, yo, I have like two more plants that I just haven't trimmed. <laughs> You're like, there's at least an ounce on each one of these plants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, I was just lazy. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, trimming is not, like, an easy process. It's just 
annoying. Yeah, it's, it's, tedious. it's really tedious. Uh, Raheem, so the eight plants that Raheem grew have been being harvested over the last, like, few weeks. And I've been here, like, maybe only only realistically, like, twice to help trim. Yeah, the second time. <laughs> the second time I did not trim a single plant. But it really gave me a new appreciation for, like, the weed that I buy and that it looks so nice and, like, ready to be smoked. Because yeah. there's just mad leaves on there that you don't want to smoke that you got to cut away. And the stems are so hidden within, like, the actual bud itself, so you're, like, trying to cut away cut away leaves but not like cut away actual weed it's yeah bro i checked so i checked some of the, the buds that you trimmed after and it's just like he just cut off <coughs> like there's like a big ass stem in there <coughs> between two buds and i was like bro what <laughs> like, you, just cut, you just cut the branch <laughs> My quality control is not high. <laughs> My level of acceptance is very much like, I can't see a big stem, so... It's okay. I, I made me feel... I didn't really care, because it was like, I was like, the weed I sold you. Yeah, it was chill with me, too. I was just like, alright, well, this... I'm reaping what I sell here. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, bro, that weed... That, that was start... What we're talking about was um another one that we named ourselves, because we didn't know what it was yeah. so apologies if this is your strain that you put a lot of love into and we're butchering butchering but it we but didn't even know either so yeah we call it stargazer and it's definitely been the most popular <coughs> in the, like sales wise yeah like things i've grown yeah that's the because like i smoked it with my dad and then i gave him like some of it and he like wanted to buy half of what i bought from you <laughs> then did buy half of what I bought from you. Yeah, and I sold to my brothers, my brother and sister too. Yeah, it's a very nice, nice transactional weed. But don't don't be fooled. This is not a advertising podcast for us to sell you weed because Raheem and I both have agreed that neither one of us really likes the idea of selling weed. <laughs> yeah, it's not annoying it's a lot of work to be honest yeah like it sounds fun on paper but i don't want to have to keep track of the schedules of like 20 plus people who want pot for me and will like probably not be cool if i can't deliver pot to them at that like very second or hour yeah i found a lot of i only sell to people that are like really chill and like i'm comfortable with yeah they need a referral. In fact, they need two referrals. <laughs> two referrals and <coughs> a form of ID. <laughs> Before they're allowed to even come to the door. But yeah, no, I've like, in my in my life of buying weed from people, have had, like, that's kind of just the case with a lot of people who sell weed. Like, they're not just trying to take randos because some people, like, aren't going to be a consistent customer or, like, don't know what the fuck they're doing, so they're just kind of annoying to work with. Yeah. It's just annoying. <laughs> so, like, we're getting... I'd say this is, like, roach level now. Yeah, I'd say we're approaching roach territory. The smoke has definitely started to, like, thicken up, and it's become yeah. a little hotter when I smoke it, because that fire is close to my nose. <coughs> yep. Has, is the taste changing at all? And I feel like I'm kind of biased towards my weed. I feel like 
I can taste the forest starting to burn a little bit. I'm getting more of a burn flavor coming through. Oh, like a California vibe? Yeah, like a California vibe. <laughs> like a California orange grove. So like if Florida and California had a baby state, oh, yeah, yeah. and then it was equally on fire but also grew orange trees. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like, but it's like kind of good. It's like, it's not bad. Like it's not, the burntness is kind of like, you know how people like describe meat as, meat as like having like a smoky flavor. Yeah. Well, like you know it's coming from it being burned, but like it's not bad. It's not a bad burn. That's mm-hmm. what I would describe this as. It's just hot. Yeah. You know, like the smoke itself, because that's just the nature of a roach. But smoke just got a little hotter. It's like warm OJ. Warm OJ, right? Yeah, like warm orange juice. I get it. It is citrusy. There's like a car alarm going off. Yeah, I wonder what's happening to that car. Oh no, the paper. She's starting to come undone. Put it back. I know, I'm putting her back. (laughs) Alright. Let's just wrap this one then. Yeah, I feel like we're starting to get towards the end of this one. Alright, so should I start off with my roach rating? Do you have like any final thoughts that you'd like to get out about um joint experience? I like that the flavor was like consistent. Yeah, and good. Yeah. That was really the highlight for me too. It was like each time after that first description I kinda knew what I was getting and coming back to. And even like when it was a roach the only, like, addition was, like, kind of more of a smoky quality to it and, like, the heat from the smoke. Honestly, for me, made it feel a little, like, enhanced. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I don't know about enhanced. A roach, <laughs> a roach is a roach, but <laughs> I get what you're saying. Um, I feel like I don't want to start, like, too high because this is the first episode. This is the first episode. This is standard, but, like, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to give him... I'll, I'll give him my roach rating first. I'll give it, uh... 7.5 out of 10. 7.5 out of 10? Okay. You're starting off at, like, kind of high high average, high average. All right. It was good. Yeah, it was, it was good. good. It was really good. Okay. Just for the sake of keeping myself... I, I want to put this... I want to use this as, like, kind of my middle ground from now on, since it's the first one. So that's going to be the preference for my score of why I give it a 50%. A 5 out of 10. So I'm going to set this as, like, my middle ground, at least for right now. So then, are you saying you're going to, there's a chance of you going back and changing it? Yeah, I want to reserve the right to amend my rating as we get more data in. Alright, asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. I didn't realize we could just, I I didn't realize this was that fluid. I I guess it's a 7.5 for now. Fine, it's fine. fine. It's fine. No, it's no, fine. no. I'll give yeah, it. I'll give it. It's too late. It's too I late. Still, I can still give it a regular rating. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna retool my rating based on just pure experience. I think that out of pure experience, I'm still gonna wind up with around like a seven. I don't think seven point five. I think this is a fairly good roach experience. This is something that I would encourage my friends to try. So I feel like seven is a good good indicator of that. So I think our average is about a 7.25 for a roach rating. At rate. 
Um, yeah, so that ends our first section of our review. Yeah, the Roach rating and the joint. Yeah, so now we're going to actually move on to smoking it in a bowl slash bong. We have our bong today. The bong is packed with a little bit of leftover stargazer, so we're going to... Well, we're going to scoop it out. We got a little scooper. We got a little scooper. So, with Raheem being the farmer, he's got a lot more weed, like, tools. (laughs) Especially for his vape. (laughs) His vape requires a lot of... It doesn't require them. It just makes it ease of use. I have a PAX 3, so I have, like, like bud cups and, like, a tool to pack it and, like, the funnel. If you have a PAX, you you know what I'm talking about. It just makes life easier. Yeah, it makes it easier to pack like little cartridges or pods. Is that is that more appropriate name for them? Uh, yeah, sure. The bud cups. Yeah, the bud cups. Yeah. I've seen it. It's pretty efficient. Yeah, it is. It's like, but I mostly use those for like when I'm on the go because like they don't burn as it doesn't burn the weed as well as like just putting putting it, it in the packs. <sighs> Like, if you're just, like, if you wanted, like, the most bang for your buck, you'd oh, just a little put bit of a spill over here. Nice! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'd love to see it. We do love to see it. Are there any more paper towel napkins inside? Yeah, there are. Alright, I'm gonna go get them. Oh, dang. <laughs> Wait, what did you spill? I think it might have been a little bit of bong water. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, unpause. Yeah, unpause. Uh, now that we got the mess cleared up. Mm-hmm. We are ready to start. Yeah. The bong review. Please. Grow it first. Grow it first. I mean, nah. It's weed courtesy for the person who packs it to smoke it first. This is true. And yeah. he did pack it as I was trying to clean up bong water, but... Most of that is going to evaporate. <laughs> you learn a little etiquette on the show too. We'll go through. We'll we'll teach you guys a little bit of what what our what our smoking etiquette usually is. Oh, if we're talking about smoking etiquette and bongs, we should mention cornering. Corner your bowl. Corner your bowl. Oh my god! Yes. Corner your bowl. Yeah. Like and. For those of you that don't don't know what cornering a bowl means, it's when when you're hitting when you're starting a bowl, you don't just put the flame right, right in, the, in middle. the middle of the bowl. Because then you are just burning everything from the top down and that's not very good because you're gonna reburn a lot of the old ash. And it just tastes awful. And just makes your hits a lot harsher. So you're going to be, like, more liable to cough. Yeah, so you want to you wanna go from the side. So you want to start from one corner of the, of the bowl and to the other end instead of going top down. Yeah, so usually how I like to do that is you just hold the flame basically pretty close to the glass to the point where, like, it's just a really small part of the flame that's actually lighting weed on fire. And it'll... Make your smoking sessions a lot more enjoyable. Yeah. Trust me. 
<laughs> then you won't have to taste burnt ash to finish a bowl. And then when you dump out the bowl, you won't see just like brown, unburnt weed. Also, when you're packing a bowl, don't pack it super tight. Like, you want to get it, like, you want to push it down a little bit, but, like, you don't want it to... Clog. Clog it, yeah. You just want to put it, like, you just want to tap it in, kind of. You want to keep airflow going so that the flame can stay alive and actually make its way down to the bottom. Because if it can't, you'll just end up burning away a lot of the top, and then you'll start to realize, like, you can't pull anymore. Because now you just have ash and then, like, a block of weed in the bottom of your bowl. Yep. Alright. What do you think so far? <coughs> I feel like the pool the pulls are pretty nice. Yeah, the pull is nice. Um, it's quick. <coughs> this is hot. Hot. Uh, I think that, that might be something with the bong. Right now, it's we have a pretty tiny uh, beaker bong. Yeah, it's pretty. the stem is pretty short. Yeah, it's not a really... But... I have a better bong on the way, probably for the next episode we'll be here, but for now, this is it. We're getting, like, straight from the, you know? Yeah. It's almost, it's almost bubbler status, honestly. Yeah, almost, it's almost like a big bubbler, to be yeah. honest. But the smoke is still pretty nice. I'm definitely still getting, I think that this, this way, through the bog, I'm getting a little more of the mint. It feels a little more, like, fresh. And a, a, a little less citrusy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm thinking for the next episode, definitely, we should add ice. Yeah. But yeah. Ice is, a <clears throat> ice is a very pro-baller move when it comes to smoking weed. Something pretty cheap and inexpensive that can make your smoke sessions a little yeah. nicer. It's just nice to have, like, a cool smoke in your throat as opposed to, like, something that's hot. I know we can do, too. Huh? We can just smoke another bowl. Yeah. With ice. Yeah, we could. And compare it. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll lay out a comparison for you guys right now. We've talked a little bit about how the smoke from this one's been a little hot, a little, little, little irritating on the throat, causing a little cause, as you've probably heard. Yeah. We're gonna... Pack another bowl of this, actually, and then smoke it with a little ice in the bong. See how that see how that affects things. Actually, I'll just get ice right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. So, ice has been added to the bowl to the bong. Ooh, a little too much water now. <laughs> <laughs> and see, that's the trouble with ice is that yeah. it does melt yeah. and it will add to the water level. So if you're trying to use ice, I would kind of underfill, so that yeah, you can pour some of it out also if you have a handy sinker plant nearby. I'm not condoning you feed weed water to your plants, by the way, unless you don't want them to live long. <laughs> I will say, something I've noticed about me me as a smoker is. I used to get really, really high from, like, smoking joints and, like, smoking blunts. And it used to, like, really just be, like, that's the ultimate high for me. But I found lately that, like, they aren't quite hitting the same. The joints, like, aren't hitting me the same. Like, I can smoke a few joints and just be, like, I'm kind of cooling. But when I started taking bong rips, 
I don't know. And, like, kind of breaks the ceiling. For me, it's, like... I don't know. I smoke a lot, so I feel like I don't really have the ceiling, kind of. It's, like, like just different kinds of highs for me. Like, there's, like, a... I get... There's, like, a joint high. There's, like, a bong high. There's, like, a vaporizer high. It's all just, like, different kinds of highs. And lately, I've actually been preferring the joint high. Yeah. Bongs are cool, though. Um... I do, I do see what you mean about, like, the different types. Because I think, like, the bong always feels like it hits me more in my head. Like, I can feel... Uh, that's when I start to feel like my head my head feels kind of high and my brain feels kind of high. But with, like, joints and stuff, it's just more, like, body. Like, I'm just like, ooh. Yeah. I want to just slump out here. But I think I like the brain high because it makes me feel like I can do more stuff. And, like, hop off my couch. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, for me, I like the, ooh, like, just chill out, kind of numb, you know, not, like, numb, but... <laughs> like, numb? <laughs> not numb, but, you know what I, I mean? like to be a caricature of the drug campaign where I just <laughs> turn into a puddle, and I'm just like, you don't speak much anymore. Cause I was lit, I won't lie. <laughs> like a bad acid trip. I'm not gonna lie, that was, I was, I, like... I know this is, like, something I've seen before, but, like, it really resonated with me of when I saw that as a kid, I was just like, damn, I'm never going to do drugs. And now that I've, like, started doing drugs, I'm like, yo, who's her dealer, bro? Like, where can I get that? Yeah, free? <laughs> who's, trying to, who's trying to hit me? Like, Dude, the worst part was, like, they convinced us drug dealers are going to give us free drugs. Yeah, bro, that was the biggest lie that I was told by anti-drug campaigns, right. was that drug dealers were going to give me free drugs to try to get me hooked. It's like, please. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's another big one? I think, like, weed as a gateway drug really talked up. Oh, yeah. It really talked up for what it's, like, actually led me to. I'm like, weed has not convinced me that I should try heroin or, like, coke. It's just been like, I should maybe do other hallucinogens. Like, what's acid and shrooms like? I, I guess. <laughs> I was going to say, I've done other drugs, but, like, I will say it wasn't weed that, that, like, convinced me to try them. Yeah, it's mostly just peer pressure from people around me doing drugs. You know, Slash curiosity. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I wouldn't even say it was peer pressure. The weird, the bad part is, like, it's just, it was just, like, honest curiosity. Yeah. I, and I think that, like, goes to, like, how we're educated about drugs. It's just not honest, so then you feel yeah. like you have to figure it out for yourself. It's just, like, yeah, because, you like, obviously you meet people that, like, have done it, and you're, like, they're not trash like, yeah they're not they're not like not, I, not i don't mean trash but like they're not like bad people bad people yeah. like they aren't morally flawed like they are you don't feel like you're unsafe around them just because they do drugs yeah so then you're just like well then how bad can this be. thing actually be and then you're just like well i got i guess i gotta like figure that out by myself yeah so then you try it and then you're just like yeah that's is or is it's, could be your thing could not be your thing yeah and but the only thing is i try not to try physically addictive drugs yeah that's the things that i kind of try to like I'm, like opioids opioids i like try to stay away from because i'm just like ah physical addiction is it's different it's that that is different <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah anything that's not physically addictive pretty good yeah uh 
I mean, we're pretty drug positive podcast, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> Semi drug positive. Semi drug positive. So we're packing the bowl again. Yeah, the bowl. This is bowl number two. Did we like talk about the bowl? No, we didn't talk about what the bowl looked like at all, really. This is a, this is a well used bowl for our our premium smokers. This is one of those bowls where you clean it and then you realize it was supposed to be clearer clear. all along. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of the ones that's been used so long you forgot that it was actually clear and not just black. Uh, yeah, that's happened to me a lot. This is me. I thought that was a me thing. No, dude, we've, we've been together when it's happened to us. Right? Like, you remember when we were in Maine and we cleaned that bowl and we were just like, Yo, Yo. <laughs> like, it's clear and it's got a design on it. That's wild. <laughs> I didn't know this ball had so much character. <laughs> it was like meeting it again. It was wild. I was like, damn. Oh man. Bruce Bear is pretty good though. Yeah, I don't know. I love the I love the citrus like. Maybe it's because I like, I also like sour candies too, so maybe that's it, but for me, citrus is just like, I don't know, very good. Have you ever, like, this is going to be a very weird statement to ask you, but like, have you ever, like, snorted, like, sour candy? No. No? I'm sorry. Okay. Well, I have. And I figured. <laughs> with that question, who, I, who that... Who, what, alright, <laughs> but, who would ask that question that hasn't snorted, like, alright, go, go ahead. So I have, and on the hit I just took, when the smoke hit the back of my throat, it kind of tasted like the feeling of when you snort sour candy. Alright, I mean, I feel like only a select group of people of weirdos will, uh, Relate? Relate to that, yeah. Alright, that's cool. I'm just saying, if you can relate to that, I'm judging you. If you can relate to that, <laughs> write in. <laughs> write in. What were you doing? What, what What? led you to snort sour candy as a child? Curiosity. Okay, but like, did you like see something about snorting something no i mean yeah i just was i didn't i grew up in a house where like media wasn't really restricted like we didn't like the, I, I wasn't like barred from watching movies as a kid that like people are like my parents didn't really care what things were rated so like i would watch movies where people like snort cocaine and like to play snort cocaine we would use like sour candy okay that makes sense yeah I was, yeah. I was just a fucking loser growing up. Like, <laughs> it's not even that, like, my parents, like, didn't let me watch anything. It's just, like, bro, I just didn't watch anything. Like, I was, like, mm. Like, I I think, so, like, my mom's a therapist. There's some background info on why I'm bringing this up. But, like, I recently learned is I self-parented myself. Wow. So like, Interesting. Yeah, so like I didn't like I didn't watch rated R movies when I was like younger because I was like, yeah, it's just uh, not, not supposed for to. me. Yeah, that's not that's not a movie for me. Yeah. Wow. See, a lot of what it was when I was a kid was that 
my uncle and my my uncle who's like really only a year younger older than me which is like weird to say for your uncle but like hey that's my uncle but um him and my little sister were really into horror movies and a lot of horror movies are rated r so once that seal was broken it didn't really make sense for my parents to go back and then be like you can't watch these other rated r movies that like have less gore and less sex than fucking horror movies yeah and then i just would get into like <coughs> like i was watching like shit that like adults watched as a kid which is like why i had to go back and rewatch a lot of the movies i watched as a kid because like i know that i didn't really understand them and a lot of them like i watched kill bill when i was like eight <laughs> and i was just like it was just a cool fighting movie to me like it was just cool kung fu yeah or martial arts it's probably not kung fu but some form of martial art but it was fun to watch and um I watched it as an adult, and I was like, it's still fun, but it's fun for a different reason now. That does that. I don't know. I didn't watch, like, the basic shit. A lot, like, Codename Kids Next Door, that was my shit. Oh, bro, I was still watching cartoons, but, like, it was just a new, another aspect to media that I got to see. Like, I think a weird one that was rated R, like, Rocky, the original Rocky movie was, like, rated R. Oh, really? Yeah. There's only, like... I only started watching, like, Radio Dollar stuff when I was, like, 13. Really? <coughs> yeah. No, I was, like, watching Adult Swim and, like, Aqua Teen Hunger Force at, like, 10. I'm just being, like, whatever, bro. Like, my parents, like, actually saw... I was watching it with them because I just was watching it on my own, so I thought this was fine. Because it was on Cartoon Network. And the thing was that my bedtime had got extended, so I was just up later. And I just would still be watching Cartoon Network. <laughs> that's what I like to watch. And then it would transition to Adult Swim. Oh. So then I was just watching whatever was on Adult Swim because I was just like, yeah, this is like Cartoon Network. This is what they show. <coughs> and then Aqua Teen Hunger Force <laughs> was being shown during that time. And I remember watching it with my parents and it was a really particular episode where like the character Frylock, who's like this flying fry. Have you seen Aqua yes. Teen? Yeah. And he fucking stabs Carl and like guts him to kill him and, like, throw him into the garbage because he's, like, a pimp and he's, like, got a switchblade and shit like that. And I'm just watching that with my parents at, like, 10 and they're just, like, how... Do you, you, like, just watch this on your own? I'm, like, yeah. And they're just, like, you you can't watch this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. And that is, is like, the one time they stepped in and were just, like, actually, this is not okay. That and Family Guy. Because me and my sister were watching that a lot, and we were, like, starting to swear more, and they were like, stop. Stop. Yeah. Nah. I think, like, growing up, my bedtime was at, like, 9.30. Until I was, like, in middle school. Ours started at 7 when we were, like, in first grade. Then it got moved to 8, because as a family, we started watching The Simpsons. Mm -hmm. And then, like, by fourth grade, it was to, like, 10 like slash 10 slash not really 10 but we had a TV in our room so we could kind of get away with it damn must be nice oh it's in fourth grade your bedtime was 10 yeah bro doesn't fuck you I know but it's because my parents also worked a lot of nights so like they didn't really have a choice like it was kind of just like we can't really stop them from doing it if we're not here. Uh, yeah, also, uh, no, my brother's, like, also enforced my bedtime. Oh, see, <coughs> I was the oldest. 
<laughs> for <laughs> at least until fourth grade. Then my older sister came to live with us, but I was the oldest, so I was youngest. So yeah, I was a corrupting force. It's kind of tough right now. It's like pretty like when the ball bowl is like filled with ash. It's so tough to hit. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a tap out actually. Uh, the ball is dead. Yeah. So, we're going to call the KO on that. Ball. A bong segment finished. How would you rate that? So, for this segment, we're using a different scale. We're using the Schmack scale. The Schmacks. The Schmack scale. Okay. And the Schmack scale goes from this weed has since made me feel if it's not that great, you're just barely feeling it, sober. Chilling, faded, bruh, zooted. Okay, what about schmacks? Schmacks at the top. Okay. So top is schmacks. So from sober to schmacked. Okay, I would say I'm faded. I would also say that I'm faded. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's not like. Crazy, but it's pretty nice. It's like pretty mellow, chill vibes. Like definitely like low hanging eyes, like relaxed. Yeah, like, F- feeling feeling myself lean back from the microphone more. So we're right. gonna definitely have a little inconsistency <laughs> in picking us audio, up. Yeah, yeah. But it's definitely like relaxing. Yeah, it's a pretty nice high. Pretty nice high. All right, so. We're going to be setting up now for our last segment, which is where we smoke it in a vape. Yep. Wow. The vape is actually one of my favorite ways to consume weed because, like, this is this is where we're going to get the biggest, like, the best flavor profile. Yeah, I think so, too. That's why we save our, like, yeah. true reviews of flavor for this segment because I feel like I've gotten both sides of it. As we smoked. Like, I got the citrus side when we were in the joint form. And then when we switched to the bong, I was getting more of a mint profile. So I want to see, like, how I pick up, if I can pick up both. Trust me. I'm just going to put, I'm going to put it on the lowest setting for now. And then we can slowly ramp up the heat. Okay. So we're going to do a slow burn. It's like we're slow cooking a weed, weed casserole for our body. (laughs) I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta put it that way. Yeah, man. We're chefing up a weed casserole. Hold the hold the hold the grinder closer to the mic so you can get that AMSR quality. A- wait, say that again. ASMR. Okay, yeah. Yeah. ASMR, but you said you didn't say ASMR at first. I'm sure I didn't, but I'm pretty I sure caught you myself. <laughs> Alright, we'll just set that one out. <laughs> yeah. 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 See what's cool about the I like what I found about this grinder that I really liked. What? Oh, that's awesome. For the people at home, what you can't see is that oh, yeah. the grinder fits perfectly into a tool that Raheem uses to fill, yeah, to fill to fill to fill the packs. If it's like perfectly perfect snug, so we can just kind of dump the whole bowl in there. No problem. It's actually it's a beautiful sight. It's one of those really 
oddly satisfying things that you'd see on Instagram or Twitter. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like buy it thinking about it or even realize it. And then I opened it, and I was like, huh, that looks like it fits really well. <laughs> and I tried it, dude. Awesome, yeah. fucking great, nice. Oh man, I like this faded feel. It's kind of it's kind of interesting to try to like fight the urge of like when I'm when I'm usually high I tend to get really quiet yeah and same. I just am like like trying like I'm just trying to talk you know? <laughs> but like I feel like this one would be really good for like pain yeah you know like I feel like I actually have like lower back pain but like this one has definitely cooled it you know what I mean like definitely like it's still there but I'm not worried I'm not like I'm not feeling it as much I feel really soothed by it too. I'm just like it feels nice to just be in my body on this. Like this is some like I want to do some yoga type like relaxing. <laughs> like I'm gonna just stretch, dude. I saw a back stretch on Twitter earlier that I want to try. Yeah, it was just like you put your 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 knee into like the corner and like your foot against the wall, like into a corner. Of oh, the wall. I think I've seen that. And then you like try to put your yeah your other leg up, and I was like that feel that sounds like it would feel amazing. I think I've done that. It's pretty good. I should do it. I need, to, I need to start... Fl- I've been meaning to. I keep telling my, myself to start, like, stretching more. Yeah. But it's just... Oh, it's so tough. But I, I, the thing I've heard about is that, like, once you start doing it in the morning, it kind of starts to wake you up. Yeah. And then it starts to become, like, a thing you rely on to, like... Wake you up. Get, like, your morning started. Yeah. I need to start doing that. Yeah. My room is just so cluttered that I'm just like, I don't have any room to stretch. I need to clean it. (laughs) Dude, I feel so like such a fucking meme because my car right now is so clean, but my room is so goddamn filthy. I give, I, well, your car is new first. I give it, I give you like a month or two before your car matches your room. No, I'm committed to keeping the car clean. Okay. I'm committed. Sure. Are you gonna eat in the car? No. Nope. Alright. No one's eating in the car. No. No one's eating in the car. Right. I haven't had it tested because I haven't been on long road trips, but no one's eating in the car. <laughs> I haven't had it tested. <laughs> Alright, so it sounds like someone's gonna be eating that car soon. No. I didn't even let I didn't even let my uncle smoke in the car. Oh, you're not smoking in the car? No. Alright. Right, so we're heating up the vape on the lowest setting right now. <laughs> Smoke with the windows down. That's my content. That's my much <laughs> furthest I'm willing to go. It's the furthest. It's my furthest concede. Uh huh. <laughs> no hot boxing. Uh huh. <laughs> we'll check back. We'll check back. <laughs> This will be a recurring segment. Is it heated? Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Super minty. Super minty. Like, 
Like, I'm getting all mint. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's really refreshing. Yeah, it's really minty. I like it. I just started to realize that <clears throat> the game was a little low, so we weren't picking up a lot of uh, us super clearly. Turning up the volume. Dude, did you see the, the heat? They're hanging on. Oh, yeah. They're hanging on, Dude. bro. Jimmy yeah. Butler. Jimmy Butler went off. You know, you know, I feel so bad because game five, I was like, all right, there's no way they're winning, so I didn't even watch it. And then I saw that I'm in the highlights came on, and it was like, Jimmy Butler went off again, and I was like, fuck, I should have watched the game. Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler went fucking dummy. Dude, I was so pissed. I didn't watch, but I did, I did see the, I read the ESPN article about it this morning, and I was like, that's so funny. Well, it's not like I was pissed, I was pissed at myself, it's like, like, I wanted the Heat to win. I also, but I, 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 I didn't watch for the same reason that you did, I was just like, it's kind of done, right? Yeah. I'm just going to read in the morning that the Lakers are the champs. And then, I was like, and then I saw Jimmy Butler went off, and I was like, I missed the game. I missed a hell of a game. Yeah. I don't know. It's all the highlights, but... But, yeah, got to watch the next game. Game six, bro. Yeah. Jimmy Butler kept... Bro, Jimmy Butler is nasty. Dude, who's that young kid they have? The, like, 20-year-old? Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero. He's also really good. When I've been watching, like, they put that kid in, and he's just like, I'm so impressed, because he's, like, 20, right? For reference, I'm 22. I'm not athletic, so, like, he's he's trained for this. He's an NBA player. But I still can't imagine being 20 years old, facing up, like, people who have been in the league for, like, Years. He's the long, youngest person to ever start in a NBA Finals. That's amazing. You know who? You know who? Who, who had the record before him? LeBron, Magic Johnson. Whoa, whoa, that's crazy. That's crazy. But dude, every time I watch this kid, like, just get his minutes, and he's fucking going off. He's not afraid to shoot over these guys. He's not afraid to drive on them. He's like, I'm gonna play. Like, yeah. His uh, his um, fucking ha uh, college coach mm-hmm. said he has the the kid has the the dick of an elephant <laughs> to like describe his confidence. Yeah, Tyler Hero is not afraid to take the big shot and makes it sometimes. Yeah, dude, it's really impressive. <sighs> wow, he's gonna be a problem in the coming league, coming years for the league. Yeah, in what way? Like just a, like you know, a scorer like he's gonna be oh, an issue. Problem. Like, yeah. The problem. Okay. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not. I'm the basketball novice. <laughs> I don't know the lingo too well, so sometimes things are said to me, and I'm just like, oh, okay. But I've always had the look like I would be into sports, so people always try to talk to me about sports. Yeah. No one really talks to me about sports. <laughs> <coughs> like <coughs> not really I know a good amount about sports it's usually drunk people in bars 
They're just like, let's talk about sports. Makes sense. I know Naomi Osaka won the U.S. Open. Yeah, Naomi Osaka. The great tennis player. I just read that Nadal won the U.S. Open for the men's. Oh, did he? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, and he tied Roger Federer for the for the amount of titles. I think that Roger Federer, Roger Federer is close to being a billionaire. Mike, we need more of those, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what we fucking need right now. <laughs> Time to vape a little bit. Temperature rising. I think we might need to sit a little bit closer as much as I want to lay back. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm doing that. I'm a professional. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that one of us is. <laughs> so, like, flavor are you getting right now? Because, like, I feel like I'm getting less mint now because now that the heat's up. I feel like I'm still getting mint. Like, yeah, but it's not, like, as minty. I think the mint isn't making it as far back. It kind of stays just in the front of my mouth. <clears throat> I used to feel like my whole breath was getting a little mint, mint kick. But now it's just like, yeah. Well, maybe it has, maybe because we're used to it, maybe. Yeah. But it does feel a little, like... Yeah, I don't know. The mint is just weird. Like, it's just weirdly minty. Like, have you ever, like... I've never really had weed that's been this minty. Right? I'm not gonna lie. It feels like a, ment- a menthol jewel pod. <laughs> low, low key, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Bruiseberry. Bruiseberry. It's been it's been a good ride with Bruiseberry. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. It's been a, it's been a nice nice afternoon. <laughs> yeah, if I have to describe its effects, it's definitely sedative. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I think it's a hybrid. <coughs> Rather yeah. a little nickel eating. <coughs> yeah, that's what it feels like. <coughs> oh man. Alright. So, as we continue to smoke away on this on this on this um this vape, let's do our last segment where we talk about oh, we have to look at the A B V. Have we gotten any A B V yet? Oh, yeah. Should take a look at that. So, for the, our listeners, oh no, they're still, that's still, oh, it's a little, it's a little dried. Hmm. Ah. No, that's A V B. It looks nice. There's still a lot of green in it. Yeah. Well, it could be, it could go a little further, but that's pretty. That's not bad for A V V. See, because it's just the top. Yeah. After that, it's pretty brown. This is like the good golden, golden brown AVB. Like, this is the stuff that like I would want in like if I made a tincture. All right. Because it's like it's like pretty still, like it, we got most of the TAC, but there's still a good amount in there. Versus like there's like black AVB. That's me. That's me. Oh. Yeah, you don't want it to be like black. It'll be like super burnt. Yeah, this is good. This is really good AVB. Nice. So, Raheem has a vape. I don't really have one, so he knows a lot more about this ABV stuff. It's so, like, it's golden. It's golden. It's like it, golden. Yeah, it's pretty nice. There's some. There's even some green still in there, which is also seems like that means a more TAC. Yeah, you could go a little bit further, but this is really this one, man. Yeah, 
And how long how long were we using this for? Like fifteen minutes. Yeah. It's like a fifteen minute session. All, like a lot of people just go like ten or something. Oh, so yeah, we went even a little longer. Yeah, and it's still golden. Wow. So some high quality ABV from from Brewsberry. It's yeah. good to know. High quality grow. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. High grade only. So let's uh, move on to our final segment. Yeah. And that final segment is how much cash. For the Kush, with a K, cash and Kush, K. It's like, um, I'm a pretty nice guy, but this is pretty good. I would say like two hundred bucks for an ounce. Two hundred bucks for an ounce. Yeah, I could see that. I could see. I could see even charging like. You could get two twenty. Oh really? I think you get two twenty. I'd probably stick with two hundred, but like if it was like a new person, you don't know. Two twenty, test worth. them out. It's worth. Yeah. All right. I guess that's uh, cash for Kush. That's how much cash for this Kush. Yeah. You say two twenty, I say two hundred. Yeah. So it's some good? some some good stuff. Yeah, some good, good stuff. stuff. All right. Well. Wow. It's, uh... <laughs> it's always so hard to say goodbye. Yeah. But this is. I guess the end of the first episode of The, the Comedian and the Farmer Weed Review Podcast. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thanks. Uh, please, like, hit us up on Twitter with your thoughts on the podcast. What's your What's your Twitter handle? Uh, my Twitter handle is at Raheem underscore 12. And I'm at A-R-H Wally. Yeah. Uh, Wally with an E-Y. Hit me up on Instagram too at uh, Raheem period Singh with an H. And I'm on Instagram as ARH Wally. <laughs> the branding is consistent with me, man. A R H W A L L E Y. Don't actually look me up. Alright. <laughs> <laughs>